0: Are you thinking about starting a podcast but don't know where to start? Let me take a second to tell you about Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need, all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast across a plethora of listening platforms, such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, all the big ones. It's everything you need to make a podcast, all in one place. And best of all, completely free you're thinking about starting a podcast, do yourself a favor and check out Anchor.fm or download the app to get started.
1: Big Big Dumb Inquiries. Big Dumb
0: Inquiries.
1: Big Dumb Inquiries. Big Dumb Inquiries. What's up, gangsters? We're here. Big Dumb Inquiries, episode what? 25? 26? (laughs)
0: Something like that. 20 something?
1: (laughs) 20 20 something? All right. 20 something? Well, it's going to be a good show. I'm excited. Uh, We have a good friend on tonight as guest. But before that, what's up, Shane? Welcome, Shane. You're here. Hello.
0: Yes, I'm here. (laughs) Unfortunately, this week, uh, this one wasn't live. So anybody that's catching this after the fact, uh, don't feel like you missed anything. Uh, just due to some technical shit, we're going to be running this one uh, and posting it on Tuesday. So, you know, anybody hearing this, that's that's what's up, in case you're wondering. But going forward, everything will be the same as usual, but one one off episode. So, just, just figure out how to get that out of the way in the beginning.
1: <laughs> and uh, our guest tonight, a uh, good friend of both of ours, uh, could be my dad if he wanted to. <laughs> I know he kind of wants to be for other reasons than, than me, but... Uh, ghost from my third eye podcast. What's going on, brother? What's up? How's your mom? Oh, she's good, man. I just, <coughs> um, I just talked to her <laughs> earlier, uh, on yesterday and she's, she's doing great. They're doing good. So, good. Did she get that care package I sent? Uh, I don't know. I'll, I didn't ask. She didn't okay. mention it. So that's good. Uh, I don't think you want to know what I sent her. Uh-oh. <laughs> well, all right. Is it an then. unmarked package? <laughs> Very unmarked. <laughs> Very unmarked. I don't even, I think, I don't, I don't even think I put the address on it. I just hoped to, I just put Texas and, and Kyle's mom. And oh, it'll I, get there. Yeah. It'll get there. Yeah. <laughs> it, the USP the United States postal service it's, is a wonderful service and they can make, they can make anything happen. So yes. And, right. and for your, for your guys as listeners um, it's a long running inside joke. I really don't want to have relations with his mom, but everybody always said his mom was hot growing up and I just kind of jumped on it and ran with it. And she's a very nice lady. She is. Thank you. And, uh, yeah, it it is what it is. My mom's great. Um, I should get, we should get my mom on big dumb inquiries. That'd be fun. She'd bring like a whole bunch of like Jesse waters clips and like Tucker Carlson and stuff like things from Fox news. It'd be good.
0: Honestly, it might be fun, anyways. I mean, get Ghost to come on that one and be hitting on her the whole time. Nope, <laughs> veto that. Well, all right, that's the
1: thing uh, she made an appearance on on Talk at the Tavern, and I did. I did not hit on her. I, I was very respectful. Yeah, hey, I don't think he wants to hit on her. He just wants to give me a hard time. Mm-hmm. I think that's what it comes down to. Yeah. <laughs> so I just
0: want to point out that I'm really surprised that, considering how all four or all three of us—not four, but all three of us—are so like intertangled with each other this is one of the first times we've all solid actually been on a show together. How like, how weird is that?
1: Yeah, I don't think we've done a tavern once with all of us and maybe, that, another- don't
0: count. that was when I was in there for like five minutes and maybe another,
1: <laughs> another group show maybe, but yeah, you're right. This might be the first time we've had this little, this arrangement of a threesome going on. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I almost got all my podcast brothers. The reason I said four is because we're missing Buffalo from a uh, false reality check, but if we get all four of us. That's like, the ultimate group, right there, of all the all the podcast I, brothers. At least from my standpoint,
1: I still need to get them on my show. Um, they're busy people out there farming, and it's winter time. It's getting winter time, so they got to get ready. Um, I did mess with my audio settings <clears throat> a little bit before this. I was just trying to mess with my Roadcaster, so if I sound weird, let me know. Um, Kyle,
0: you always sound weird.
1: Okay, well before we, <laughs> before we get into it, um, anything exciting happen? uh, with you guys this week, unrelated to any of the topics we're going to hit on tonight, anything cool, anything, uh, you know, noteworthy of, uh, of import that has happened. Go, yes, sir. Well, uh, been puppy puppy training, uh, had a small accident, uh, and it's no fault to her or the breed. Um, the breed gets a very bad name, but, uh, she's also seven months old and getting ready probably to come into her first heat but found out that she is food aggressive over crumbs left over on the floor and I think it was Tuesday night at 2 30 in the morning because my that's when my wife gets up for work uh was giving them a treat and my train walker Coonhound um went in to clean the crumbs up and she got very food aggressive and my wife went to put her foot in between them got bit pretty good on the foot from the the puppy and then she reached in with her hand got laced open on her thumb and I come running out and broke him up the coon hound, however shows no fear and had her pinned down um and then that day my stepson whose dog it is came he was going to take her back and we we're like no we can we can break her this 15 minutes after he left there was one piece of lettuce on the floor and she went nuts again and I ran out and Well, I had to do the dog whisperer thing and she, uh, she laid there till she submitted. And then I think the following night I was, yeah, the following night I was recording, uh, uh, conspiracy underground on news team and I heard it start to go off. And next thing I know it was quiet. I text my wife. She sends me a picture. She goes, she submitted right away. So I was like, well, I think we need to hit some button. Got a, got a good thing, but apparently that's going around because Kyle or uh, Shane had some issues too. So weird weird thing in the dog dog breed uh, genre with the whole Halloween coming up and everything. So I don't know. I don't know if it's full moon. It's not for a while, but
0: weird. There's been something heavy in the air regardless, even with like people, man. But yeah, my dogs, always fun. They've had their issues this week, so that's also been fun. <laughs>
1: uh, I guess keeping in the dog realm. Uh, my dogs are fine. They're just taking massive shits. Mm-hmm. And I think <laughs> I finally have them synced up now where they poop at the same time. So I'm excited about that. That's good. Yeah. Add now some I,
0: positive dog news to the story. Yeah. Some positive <laughs> so, <that> was, dog <laughs>
1: news on Big Dumb Inquiries. My dogs now uh, synchronize their shits. So
0: that works out pretty well.
1: That could be an Olympic sport. Like synchronized swimming. You could have synchronized
0: pooping. See how many dogs you can get it to and extend it to you have oh, like no, 30 it, dogs it all sitting at the same time?
1: It'd have to be people. And if I said, if I had to guess which country would win that, I'd have to say China. <laughs> <laughs> Just a guess. We hive
0: mind, we poop together.
1: <laughs> yeah. And that's why their plumbing is so bad because everyone flushes at the same time. <laughs> nice. If hey we man, added give it a
0: couple of years and America will be in the same boat. Everybody's starting to hive mind themselves over here too.
1: If we had, if we added synchronized shitting to the Olympics, we would also have to add emergency plumbing to the, to the docket as well. <laughs> and they would just follow each other, you know? It'd be, that way they don't have to build two arenas. You know, it's just all one system. So, I don't know. That could be something to, to consider.
0: Dude, that arena, though, they would have to think of some type of, like, filtration system for that bitch because otherwise that bitch is going to get pretty damn gross after the first event.
1: Oh, no, they'd figure it out. They'd, well, they'd they send out
0: nose plugs at the door. When they you would come just
1: in. burn it, you know, to keep the torch lit. <laughs> it would fuel the never ending torch.
0: <laughs> By oh. the shit of the Olympians? Yes. <laughs>
1: Dude, I gag over cleaning up puppy shit. I know. Yeah. I can only imagine <laughs> what that would smell like. <laughs> well, with that, gentlemen, um, let's get into the show. So I have a couple of clips. I'll go last tonight just because I don't know what you guys have. And I have a feeling we. This might be the week where we all have perhaps the same topic. So, and I haven't looked, I haven't, I haven't looked, but there's only so much in the news right now that's going on. Uh, I know Shane kind of gets off into the fringes sometimes, which is good. That means we never match up on stuff, but ghost, I didn't know what you were going to go for. So I have two options uh, like an alternate just in case uh, one of you hits one of my clips. So Shane, let's start with you. If that's all right.
0: Chain, Yeah, for sure. I'm not, I'm not lagging, right? Because I was getting a lag there for a second. No, you're
1: good. Good.
0: I got you. All right. Awesome. So I guess uh, I won't even preface it. I like just throwing stuff in and getting people's opinions on it. So if you want, just run it.
1: <laughs> okay. Here's the clip. Um, <clears throat> let me share my screen here. Can I share just the...
2: whole Okay.
1: All right. Here we go. It's
2: four clips. Can you guys see this okay? Hmm. you did share sound, right?
1: Um oh, I didn't know I had to do that. Let me stop. And where's that option at? Uh go to share screen uh-huh. And then if you're looking at it all the way to the left in the bottom corner, it's share shows. sound. Gotcha perfect. okay. I think because of the roadcaster, it would come through anyway, but here we go. All right, so this is four 15 second clips and Oh, hold on, let me go back. Sorry, that's terrible. Let me play all so we don't have to mess with
0: it. Whoa, before you fall for emotional language, hit pause and check your emotions in case they're being manipulated. Mm. Yeah, before you assume a story's true. No hit pause and check more sources to make sure the facts you're getting aren't
3: one-sided hey before
0: you're forced into making a choice hit pause and ask yourself if there are more options to choose from
1: I'm gonna blow my brains out
0: hmm before you trust an expert online, hit pause and check their credentials. Uh-huh.
1: Um, that might be the worst clip you've ever brought to the show, Shane. Um, that was terrible. Just that 8-bit Mario Brothers music uh, made me want to uh, do terrible things.
0: Hey, but the premise of it, though, is what I was trying to get at here, that I go onto YouTube this morning, and all of a sudden, it's getting blasted with all this, like, oh, figure out false information, figure this out. Like, it seems like there's just, there. I mean, there's been a constant blast on YouTube, but this just kind of solidifies the reason why, like, most of the time when it comes to my episodes and things, I don't fuck with YouTube, is I feel like they're just starting to amp it up even more. They're going to start pushing, they're going to talk about this whole idea of you know, entertain all ideas, figure out what the truth is. But realistically, you and I and Ghost, we all know they're going to be pushing out anything that they deem as false, even if it is true, because they have a narrative that they're intending to try to push. So again, this is just solidifying in my mind that YouTube is doing this.
1: Yeah, and this is uh, a YouTube um, uh, campaign, like this little youtube.com slash hit pause is it's a YouTube campaign ad. Was it an ad or did it just pop up on your
0: feed? When you uh, saw was, this, when I opened up YouTube this morning, it was one of those big bold things that pops up at the top. Like YouTube was trying to get you to look at oh, it before you click on anything else. Okay. You click on it and you go to this folder. So like I said, the videos weren't the best, but it was the only option talking about this because they were specifically made by YouTube and it was getting blasted across YouTube. At least when I went on this morning, Oh, to it, me,
1: it seemed like it was geared towards younger people just with the cartoon, the, the eight bit, Type music and everything else. You know what I mean. So and like because I was on YouTube earlier, and it didn't pop up for me. But seeing that, it's like okay, they want the the younger kids and the kids that might just be turning eighteen to kind of think about maybe the direction they want to vote, the direction they you know want to take, get their news information from. And speaking of that, apparently
0: uh, Twitter fact checked Joe Biden today. So.
1: That's a good. Thing. Oh, what? Ooh,
0: karma coming back.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna check on that real quick while while we keep discussing this. This is fascinating. Um, Joe, Biden, interesting. All right, so uh, I did a little digging on this. It's a YouTube channel. It's YouTube.com/slash. Hit pause, but it does seem to be sponsored by YouTube. They're using their uh, logo and things in their uh, in their uh, pictures. Um, they joined in September of this year and uh they only have 3.8 million views on all their videos and it looks like they just have that set of videos and maybe a few more in a different kind of little playlist there but um and they only have 6.8 thousand subscribers which is more than me granted but it is interesting that they couldn't they're maybe they just like launched it oh yeah so these videos no they they've been out for a month but yeah they're um they're still uh, they're just, I, Maybe they just started promoting this, if that makes right sense. Right election season. Oh, yeah. So I'm looking at their views. So a month ago, some of their views have a million. Some of their videos have a million views. And then, like, the ones we just watched have, like, I don't know, 5,000. And then uh, one of the ones we watched has a half a million views. So um, interesting. Interesting. And, yeah, I think it's all t- – I, I had a conversation with some guys yesterday. And they're talking about stuff going on in the news and whatever. And I was like, guys, think about the timeline, the time frame we're in right now. Don't trust anything. Don't believe anything, especially if it comes from from mainstream and even some people in the alternative communities don't buy anything in these next two weeks. It's just going to get crazy. So
0: do you think this was pushed just because of like maybe not even like, like, age demographic like Ghost was suggesting, but maybe just by like your search history and the type of things that you look up on YouTube, maybe they like pushed it to certain people because of your content and search history. Uh I'm
1: sure if you maybe if you're using Google Chrome, probably definitely they can incorporate your search history and whatnot. But um I, I mean I, I like was more so meaning YouTube. YouTube. Yeah. Say that again, Shane?
0: Oh I was I meant more so like YouTube search history. But sorry, what were we saying, Ghost? No, I was just saying I look up some pretty retarded shit usually on, on <laughs> Saturday nights and
1: <laughs> I'm surprised I, I, that didn't pop up on mine.
0: I mean, it's weird because the night before I was looking up a shit ton of Dogman stuff. Um, and I mean, anybody that's kind of listened to bizarre encounters and, um, America's scary land, I guess I was recently talking about what I've been looking into with the whole Dogman thing about possible like breeding grounds and connecting stories. So I was looking into that last night, digging more into it. And then this popped up this morning. So I was almost curious if it was somehow linked or tied to that and me kind of digging so deep into Dogman stuff.
1: Well, I did, um, <clears throat> ghost. I did find these tweets from Joe Biden. Uh, I think it's relative, uh, maybe not to what we're talking about exactly, but as far as, um, you know, that false information. So I don't know if this is related to Twitter's new thing. Uh, uh, what is it They're Basically it's like their watchdog on Twitter of other, of other users. It's a uh, bird watch bird watch is what it's called. <clears throat> so it just, it's not fact checking per se, like, you know, putting a tag under there, like false information or whatever. It is just adding context to some of the tweets, which I think is honestly better <laughs> than the fact check. Yeah. The one I saw was on that 50 or the, was it 50 million? companies or whatever something about a tax break yeah i just saw that one let me find it here i'll read it real quick it says uh joe biden said let me give you the facts in 2020 55 corporations made 40 billion dollars and they paid zero in federal taxes my inflation reduction act puts an end to this and then (laughs) underneath it says uh readers added context uh they thought people might want to know and it says the Inflation Reduction Act imposed a minimum tax on corporations with an average pre-tax earnings greater than a billion dollars. Out of the 55 corporations that this tweet references, only 14 had earnings greater than $1 billion and would be eligible under Biden's tax law. <laughs> so yeah. I'm sure the, a lot of companies make a lot of money, you know, over a billion dollars or maybe upwards of $40 billion, whatever it is. Um, oh, that's saying between 55 corporations, they made $40 billion together. Okay, but let, I'm just saying... If you're if you're running a billion dollar company, you have amazing CPAs and accountants and people who do your taxes so that you come out, you know, making the earnings that you need to make for your shareholders, but not so much that you're paying a bunch in taxes on profits. That's how you run a business successfully. And And more than likely, those companies, the employees are making really good or if not high end decent money because they are the ones that are getting that company to that profit level. Mm -hmm. So they're going to pay them more to retain them. So I would rather get a job from a rich company than a poor guy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And if you, um, if you're running the company and you're paying your employees more, then you're paying less in taxes because that comes off your profits at the end of the year. Right. Mm -hmm. It's a cost of doing business. So if you spend just for people who don't maybe, maybe don't understand, I didn't. I didn't say Shane. I was just saying in general. <laughs> um, if you if you made a hundred thousand dollars in a fiscal year as in your let's say your small business, but it cost you one hundred and fifty thousand dollars to run the business, then you you won't pay any taxes because you didn't make any money. Even though you probably paid yourself a salary, you paid your your employees, you bought products, you sold products. It, it's all how it all balances out. So. And that's coming from a retard who doesn't own a business. So keep that in mind. But it's pretty simple to to understand.
0: Disclaimer. (laughs) Economics
1: 101 brought to you by Kyle. This is not financial advice by any means.
0: (laughs) Disclaimer. 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 Okay, now let's try to get an answer from someone who's not a complete retard. Oh, good luck with
1: that. (laughs) The only only thing I know how to do is... uh, (laughs) That's right.
0: You're pretty damn good at running a soundboard. I'll give you that. <laughs> Brought to you by
1: <laughs> Pfizer. Thanks. Everybody dies. Yes, they do. All right. <laughs> turning the frogs gay. Oh, I oh, I need that one. I need that one. I don't have any Alex Jones on here. Oh, except this one.
3: I'll um, be honest with you. I'm kind of retarded. That's <laughs> kind of retarded.
0: That's the classic. You, if you're going to have Alex Jones, you got to have that one. That, that's first tier. I also Second tier have, is gay frogs. Y- you mentioned <laughs>
1: earlier before the show recording uh, the the audience, or not the audience, but the crowd in the British Parliament when they're yelling. I have something similar to that. Here it is. That's black people at a rap battle. So keep that in mind. Pretty close. <laughs> I didn't hear shit. Oh, yeah, it was... Oh, you couldn't hear that? <laughs>
0: <I> hear,
1: oh. <laughs> oh, maybe it's not coming through. Maybe I'll have to fix that one up. Anyway.
0: It's it's putted out, man. It only, it only has a little bit of steam left in it. Well,
1: it'll be in the... Audio recording in the audio for sure. So, all right. Anything else on this topic, uh, Shane? I think you're right. It's coming up uh, election time. We're going to see more and more of this. And it, uh, hey, it's only like the next week or so, so we don't have to deal with this very long. Yeah, or diesel. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Is that a segue to your clip, brother? No, mine. Mine has nothing to do with what Shane had. <laughs> Off the wall. <laughs> oh, I didn't know if it had Mike, to do with diesel or not. <laughs> No, the clip I sent you kind of piggybacks a little bit off of last week's show that you guys did. Okay, so maybe a little bit of a follow up. Kind of, maybe. Okay. I'm down. I'm down. Sounds good to me. All right, let me open this up here.
0: Got to make up for my lame clip, but hey, man, it was about getting the information. No, out this it time. was
1: just, it was, I don't blame you. I blame the multi million, billion dollar uh, company and the million dollar budget uh, production uh production budget that YouTube has and that's what they came up with so
0: in all fairness though people have a really short attention span nowadays so i don't think they could have done more than a 15 second clip with cartoons otherwise the young generation would have been manipul- manipulated by it
1: i'm just a tiktok girl in a tiktok world baby <laughs> <laughs> all right you got to you got to
0: you got to catch their eyes with the flashy colors that's how you do it
1: all right here we go this is ghost clip i got to i got to refresh this is the problem in 1970
0: British scientist Ivan T Sanderson wrote an article named the twelve devil's graveyards around the world in which he discussed what he called the vile vortex an anomaly heavy region on earth where a disproportionate number of strange phenomena occur such as disappearances UFO sightings underwater people and other strange sightings he attributed these phenomena to the existence of wrinkles in space-time involving gravitational and magnetic aberrations Sanderson identified Twelve spaces across the Earth in which these quote vile vortices might exist, including the well-known Bermuda Triangle and the Devil's Sea. Could such a vortex create a portal through which a visitor or creature from another dimension could travel? In 1970, British. Okay, um,
1: interesting stuff there.
0: Yeah, I definitely dig it. That was a really good clip. Thanks for bringing that one. You're welcome. So, My buddy sent that to me a little while ago,
1: and he's like, I've been spiraling on this and I'm like, wow. You know, so I I watched a video and I I was kind of doing a little digging into it. And funny enough, um, right after I was sent that Ryan from dangerous world released an episode on the 12 gates of hell around the world. And this is, it kind of links to that. Like these places are actually what many believe gates to hell. So,
0: are those gates of hell by any chance, like within the lines of the giant star that it was showing? That's like the global star. Cause I know that there's also a star that people have made. That's like in the, in North America. So it seems like there's multiple of the like stars connected throughout the world, but they all seem to kind of go in that shape though. I think, I think we,
1: uh, I think the stars, like there's probably 12 individual stars and within those stars have different portals. Cause there's some in like, uh, Louisiana and there then there's some over in in different countries obviously that aren't in the United States duh um, but within these stars in each area form that big um, pentagram or star whatever you want to call it
0: it's kind of weird it kind of depends on how you look at it too because like it could either be you know like the the pentagram or I mean you're looking at it as from like a normal star with the point on the top it could also be like the symbol for uh for paganism you know where it has like the four elements and spirit depending on which way you're looking at it so i mean if you're looking at it from like an inverted way i know this is gonna sound a little weird and out there but like maybe the way we're viewing the world isn't necessarily the way that it is within the way the universe sits but because of the way we're looking at it that's the way we perceive that it sits but like maybe they are pentagrams and you know we're technically upside down but because we're upside down we don't view ourselves as upside down what is up what what is up
1: is really down stop with you baby not much man i'm just yeah, chilling <laughs> baby, you
3: wanna you wanna go out and make
1: out Come on. so uh in, i've never heard of this obviously i've heard of the bermuda triangle but i've never heard of the 12 devils graveyards um i'd have to look into this a little more but I like the the image and the graphic and the description that it gave about the, you know, the kind of the ball in space time where gravitational um, anomalies can occur in time and space. And I I think that's maybe a, a, I like that explanation for, you know, uh, paranormal experiences. Like uh, if all time is happening all at once and the universes and dimensions are just stacked on top of each other. And whenever there's a bend, going from one to the other, that's where those overlaps happen. Um, like, I think uh, Miss, frantic Missy explained it really well to me one time about um, like seeing ghosts and stuff. She's like, you never see ghosts from that, like in modern day clothes or like from the uh, future, they're always in like 1800s garb or things like that. And, and they almost seem scared of you at the same time. So it's maybe just a blending of times of, of timelines Mm -hmm. Uh, where, you know, they kind of get compressed together and there's a slight overlap and maybe these areas, um, and other dimensions as well, maybe where like the aliens uh, come out of, or the, uh, cryptids or the monsters, the demons, whatever you want to call them that, that makes sense to me. So I'll have to look into this a little bit more.
0: I mean, I kind of entertain that idea frequently too, about the whole paranormal aspect is that, uh, it's more like. Like if there's like a ripple, like they're seeing you as a ghost and you're seeing them as a ghost, but it's not really a ghost. It's just kind of like a half, half, uh you're kind of getting like a half of you as somebody in a sense, you know, like almost like looking through like, like a thinning in the veil is the best way to kind of describe it. Yeah,
1: they're not fully materialized because yep. it's not that strong of, you can only fully materialize if you're in their space or they're in your space. But when the spaces cross over, it's like looking through someone through like a foggy window, maybe. Is a good way to explain it. Yeah, man. I don't. I. mm, I don't know. Freaks me out.
0: Yeah, it was a good one for uh, coming up on Halloween. I wonder this will be the day after Halloween. So looking at this pro Halloween,
1: looking at this. uh, Yeah, Halloween's tomorrow. Happy Halloween, everybody. Um, (laughs) Looking. Maybe if we have time tomorrow, we could do a little Halloween live stream. We'll see. Um, But looking at this video, and based on what we talked about earlier. I wonder if the toilet could be one of these devil's graveyards where time (laughs) we call them back to before we started recording. Oh, the, what what was that? The Olympic shits? No, that we were recording when we were talking about that. Were we? I hope so. We'll find out.
0: No, we're Um, definitely recording the Olympic shits.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so I'm wondering if, I mean, just look, okay, I got to share my screen again. You guys got to see this because it does look like a, some sort of, you know, fourth dimensional toilet here. You'll see it coming up right here. That looks like the inside of a toilet. Um, but this image, not that guy. He looks like <laughs> a turd, but he's not. Okay, hold on, hold on. Okay, Great clearly, clear, black hole toilet, right? But this one right here, it's, oh, nope, it's coming up, it's
2: coming up. Oh my God. Where is it?
1: This is a long video and I can't pause it. That one. Nope. This one right here. Boom. Yeah. Interdimensional toilets. Just f- constant. The shit is constantly flowing out of one toilet into the other.
0: I mean, isn't that kind of in a way what a black hole is? It's almost like a, like space's giant toilet. Cause it just throw it, it throws everything in and it just spirals into a circle and then evaporates into wherever the hell it goes on the other it's side.
1: Space toilet. Yes. Black holes, space toilet. So it's like the space toilet continuum. Yes. We should call Neil deGrasse Tyson and see what he thinks. <laughs> he, he is my hero and the smartest man I've ever heard speak in my life. And incredibly charming. It's not not forget. Yeah. Um, hmm. Anything else on this? No, I just kind of brought it to see what you guys thought about it. And, you know, it. You could actually, you know, make a whole show out of it if you, you know, really wanted to. But, you know, obviously, we're not going to do that tonight. But, I don't know, I just found it interesting. You know, there's these portals to hell all over the, you know, earth. And then these devils things and how it formed a big freaking pentagram star. I just thought
2: it was weird.
1: It is weird, man. It is weird. I mean, there's weird things. All over the place. And uh, I don't know if it has to do with just, just if I guess if we broke it down, it would just be about energy, right? So uh, high energy areas, whether it's positive or negative energy, tends to attract odd, odd things. Mm-hmm. Uh, just even like, you know, instead of maybe the 12 devils graveyards, but just a regular graveyard, there is something about it that because of the energy that. Maybe the trauma that's been experienced there, maybe the physical location of, the, of the, the bodies underneath the ground, the funerals that have been had, the people that come back to remember their loved ones, there's cert- a certain energy there, and then that's why you see, you know, hear about ghosts in the graveyard, things like that. Um, and then, you know, like, uh, old uh, what's the word I'm thinking of, sacred religious sites? About mm-hmm. the you know, what the things that have happened there throughout time, you know? And native Native American burial grounds, not yep. just here in America, but all over where their indigenous people were. I mean I think just old they, shit. Yeah, yeah, anything that's old. I mean you pick up like a old uh like an old jewelry box or an old picture, something like that, it's gonna have something to it. So maybe these these areas, these triangles, these devils' graveyards are just highly concentrated of it with energy but it does it's kind of weird that it's out in the middle of the ocean you know who, what kind of tragedy happens there dolphins uh, uh, dolphin ra- sinking ships dolphin
0: rape <laughs> i mean that's definitely possible
1: yeah, <laughs> they are rapey yeah they are sinking ships that's a good point
0: yeah i think we figured out mermaids then man i think a dolphin raped a human could have <laughs> don't More bring vice it, versa. Stop. don't leave it past people
1: you know you can't talk about mermaids around me dude they freak why, you out? No, why would you even bring that up, Shane?
0: <laughs> I didn't even know. What, why, what, would,
1: what's the, why would what's you do the that? Because now, now I have to ask the question, what do they have going on downstairs?
0: We already discussed this. Or, or...
1: No, we did. That's what I'm saying. Why, Shane, why would you even bring this up?
0: <laughs> because I like having this discussion, maybe.
1: No, we're not having <laughs> this discussion again. We're done. Um, but yeah, dolphin rape is an is a epidemic upon our... Upon our and, seas. and one more thing to, to add on to what you were saying about the old objects and leaving um, energy in the past, maybe your listeners can actually look into the Corona visor. And it has nothing to do with a virus. It was an invention by an old priest back in the 1800s. So Corona visor, like a golf visor. Yep. Oh, well, I typed in Corona visor and it's the Corona beer logo no. on a visor. <laughs> that's all it's given me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm Hang like, on. I'm on page two. That's all there
0: is. Yeah. Reiterate, what does this invention do? Chrono Chron- chrono-visor?
1: Chrono Visor? Chrono Visor. Chrono. Not corona visor. Oh, okay. Chrono like Chrono. Chrono. Oh, yeah, chrono. and that's on me for the bad search results. Okay. <laughs> hey, it came up with something, though. Okay. <laughs> okay. Hey, you know what? I'm going to get us all corona. Visors, <laughs> they're like fifteen Sponsored bucks. By fifteen bucks on eBay. I'm down. I'm doing it. Yeah, give me your addresses. I'll send them to you. And then those listening, you can win a Corona visor.
0: We're just gonna buy them in bulk. That's this is gonna be our we're, prize, just, yeah. We're Everybody, just gonna change our <laughs> logo
1: to a Corona visor.
0: We're gonna go Oprah on this bitch. You get a free Corona Corona visor. You get a Corona visor. <laughs> and everybody comes, gets a Corona visor. And
1: each visor comes with a little cora, Coronita, the little tiny. Have you ever gone to the store to buy a case of Corona, and you you don't speak or read Spanish, so you accidentally pick up the big case of Coronitas, the little seven ounce bottled yeah. beers, and you feel <laughs> like a giant drinking them. <laughs> it's very I, fun. Yeah, I, uh, I sent the link to uh, to you through Instagram. But uh, I don't want to give too much away because we covered it on uh, Conspiracy Underground News Team last uh, okay. week, so it was a, a call-in, and Kyle, you will be happy if you listen to the newest episode of the teaser featured you. Oh, great. I'll, I'm going to listen to it tonight. Or See that no, smile that just tomorrow. came
0: across Kyle's face? Hell yeah. <laughs> I'll
1: probably listen to it to tomorrow at work. Uh, I, I do like that you guys re, you know, reworked it from Conspiracy in the News. We didn't know it was going to take off the way it did. Did like, it take honestly. off? I probably get more li- listens on that than I do. I mean, it, it it's very comparable and it, it it's crazy. So we decided, hey, let's, let's rebrand it. And the whole conspiracy underground news team was a play on, I think Ron from new England posted something after we had recorded and released an episode that week. And I was like, I went to put on, yeah, we covered this on CITN and it came out cunt. Oh, the, it, autocorrect. Yeah. <laughs> the autocorrect. The autocorrect. <laughs> and Ryan, Ryan's like, oh, cunt, huh? Oh, I guess we'll have to do something. And then it just went there from you there. you go. It, yeah, are. I think it works perfectly.
0: <laughs> I didn't um, even catch that at first. I had a feeling it was the same thing, but, you know, I had to double check, but I'm glad that you verified that. And the, the terminology is great. So, you know, if anybody yeah. sees CUNT, now you know what it means.
1: <laughs> okay, well, um, you guys... Weren't even close to what I thought we would all be talking about. Um, so I will, uh, I guess we can do both my topics then. How about that? Since we got a little I'm time down. to kill.
0: Kind of worked out though, because we always come into the show and we're up to 20 something now and not, n- nobody has ever brought the same topic, same clip, same anything. So it's been worked out pretty good so far.
1: Yes. Uh, I heard Nancy Pelosi's husband, I, I heard he got so drunk. I mean, I mean, he was fucking hammered. Oh, Yes. Oh, yes. The thing in the news. Um, lots of propaganda on this one. It is still a developing story. Um, I kind of think he might have been having a gay sexual... Yeah, at first glance, I, I talked to the guys from the You Feel Me podcast yesterday, and they, they asked me about this. And this was still all brand, brand new information. And I said, um, you know, just based on the fact that she lives in a fortress, um, Probably has at least some sort of security. But not um, this house. This house is right up against the street. This oh. Is not the one oh, so is she's haunted. got multiple houses. Okay. Apparently, because a couple of years ago, well, before the pig head thing um, happened, her compound sat behind a gated fence. Like, it was, like, secure, secure. And now, all of a sudden they must have moved and it's <clears throat> not a behind negated community. They That's probably got know. a couple houses if I had to guess. They just yeah. you know, this is one of this is his getaway house uh, when Nancy's not home so he can get his uh, get his freak on. But my first rocks off my first um inclination of this uh description based on, you know, uh they were friends, uh there was a hammer involved. I was like, oh, he owed somebody some money. Some money. He's probably a crippling a gambling addict, and this is just my guess, you know, first assumption. I've since changed my uh, opinion, but oh, he owed somebody. He probably played poker with this guy. That's why they're friends. And He's an illegal immigrant. Yeah, but the, uh, this is just my guess. Is that oh, he oh, probably oh, yeah, played yeah, poker yeah. with this guy, uh, and he owed somebody some fucking money. Because classic mob move is to go in with in a go, break into someone's house with a hammer. And And beat that, beat that, beat their ass He took the hammer out of Paul, Paul's hands. So that's what I'm, I'm just saying what my first inclination is. I know more has developed, but Oh, gotcha. Sorry. I just thought it was so funny to imagine his buddy coming up like, Hey man, you owe me some fucking money from the pot last week. I saw you skimping and my boss, you know, I can't, I can't owe money to my boss. So I'm going to beat your ass with a hammer.
0: That's just my. <laughs> Reminds me of very uh, Stewie and Brian-esque. The, yeah. Where's my money? Where's my money, man? It's all there's good. Money, don't worry Brian. about it. We'll, we'll figure it out. But, you know, where the fuck's my money at?
1: <laughs> so um, I guess with that, I'll play a clip. Uh, there's a few clips of this. Um, I don't know. I didn't really pull one in, in particular because um, there, it's just changing all the time. Um, but I guess I'll play a quick, the shortest clip, and then we can talk about it.
0: Let's say, yeah. to expand on it. I'm, I'm brand new coming into this. I know nothing about this yet. Okay, here we go.
2: Gypsy Tao, an inmate at the California Institution for Women. Hello, this is Gypsy Tao. I am the ex-wife partner of David Gepap and the mother of his children. A call from Zhan Tao, better here go. known as Gypsy. Neut- uh new. This is a
1: terrible clip. Anyway, um, let me go back. Um chilling new details. Okay, let's go to let's go to the source. Let's go to CNN here.
2: All right, and now to a CNN exclusive, chilling new details about the attack on the husband of House Speaker Nancy Pelosi. A source familiar with the incident tells CNN that the suspected assailant had a bag of zip ties during the break-in on Friday. Paul Pelosi is still recovering in a hospital this morning. He suffered a skull fracture and injuries to his hands and right arm when he was struck with a hammer. President Biden speaking about the attack for the first time and blasting those who have propped up conspiracy theories.
3: It's one thing to condemn the violence, but you can't condemn the violence unless you condemn those people who continue to argue the election was not real, that it's being stolen, that all, we all the malarkey that's being put out there to undermine democracy.
2: CNN's Sunil Surfati has more from Washington.
1: Okay, let's stop it there. Let's pause that. Um,
0: Why does Biden always have to have anything to say in any news story? Like anytime Biden says anything about any news story, it's like one of the top clips they have to add into it.
1: No, he is the president. I mean, I I, I like when he does it because it's usually uh, <laughs> good for us. <laughs> you know. Yeah, he doesn't Absolutely. sound like he
0: knows what the hell he's talking about. He just kind of. Is- Going off the cuff, but, 99% of the time. I mean, Do you so mind if I go off a minute? Go off? Like, uh, oh, pop off,
2: please. This, in my fucking opinion,
1: was all staged right before the midterms, okay? Because they're not getting their fucking October surprise that they wanted. They're obviously, you watch all these debates, it's not going good for the Dems. OK, Biden comes out, makes that that wasn't the only comment that he made um, or statement that he made. He made another one and referred to it going into the, the referring it back to the J6. And he's like, they stormed in and they're like, where's Nancy? Where's Nancy? And, and Paul came and he had a hammer and he defended himself or tried to. And then you hear this and then he's like, well, it's all about the malarkey and and and. It's the rigged elections, uh, the, they weren't... It's all to push a fucking narrative. To push a narrative to keep the sheep in line and the people that are on the on the fence. Oh, fuck, that that happened to Nancy Pelosi? Holy shit, that... What if that... What if they got so close and they got to the president? Like, get the fuck out of here with this shit anymore. Like, I, it, it pisses me the fuck... <laughs> sorry. It pisses me off that the people buy into this shit. You know what I mean? Like I buy into it to an extent because I'm a conspiracy theorist and I make content for my, my podcast. However, the shit that they put out for, for people to even listen to, even on, even on Fox, they're, they're running some of this stuff and it's like, use your fucking head and open your fucking mind and use common sense because none of this makes sense. None of it. No, but When we get to the deep root of it, it's probably the complete opposite. He was probably hiring him for as a prostitute, had sex, didn't want to pay him, and dude got pissed because he has no money. And Paul was like, you get out of my house, I got a hammer. And the dude's like, well, I'm younger than you. I'm going to take the hammer. I'm going to beat the shit out of you and give me my fucking money. While the cops are standing there, too. Yeah. Why the cops are standing. <clears throat> yeah, it. it I, I think you summed it up. Uh, I could give a give a shit about what happens to Nancy Pelosi's husband. I think most people feel the same way, but I think you're right, the just the narrative that's uh, going around this and the key the the buzzwords, uh, they're really trying to hold on to that January sixth thing as much as they possibly can because that's all they have. The economy's in the crapper, uh, the foreign our foreign policy dog shit. Everybody's laughing at us uh, as far as you know, on the world stage. And people can't fucking afford gas, groceries, or their pension funds. So, um, yeah, I think this is all they have left to hang on to. And it's, frankly, it's embarrassing. Um, the key words I heard were uh, a bag of zip ties. Remember that one? There was a bag of zip (laughs) ties, right? Usual. Um, there, uh, where's Nancy, right? He was probably saying, hey, is your wife home? Can I come in so you can blow me or I can blow you? That's probably what that was, um, I mean, all I mean, there, there's more. Uh, they, his, the, I heard of one report where like they, uh, the house was stormed, like her house was stormed by this guy. Um,
0: Another key word there stormed.
1: Yeah. I mean, and there, it's just, and he's apparently a, a Trump Republican and conspiracy theorist and all this stuff and an election denier. <laughs> but from all you accounts win. that I've seen, he's a fucking hippie who lives in a van down by the river. And, uh, you know, votes for a
0: nudist uh, fucking colony. Yeah. Down down by the river.
1: (laughs) Illegal immigrant from Canada that should have been uh, deported back to Canada because San Francisco's, uh, um, sanctuary city. He's still there. Like, (laughs) yeah, they, and no one's talking about that. Um, what, what point do people need to, maybe it's just me. I look at this shit and, and the dark humor in me laughs at this shit because it's like, okay, I get pissed, but then I laugh because I do realize people are that fucking stupid that they buy the fucking narrative. Everybody bought the Jesse Smollett narrative for how long? This is very a la Jesse Smollett. I mean, it's very similar. Um, oh, what were we, oh, I was about to say something. Oh, I also heard that the hammer in question was covered in shit.
0: Uh-oh. So let me stick it up um, the brass.
1: Uh, well, okay. So it
0: sounds like a fetish more than, put, more than anything with the zip ties and the shit covered hammer.
1: Well, I was gonna try to find images of a hammer-shaped dildo because they do exist. Um, and I turned safe search off. Don't do that. Um <laughs> can, can I make a little new definition on... of getting
0: hammered. <laughs>
1: for your for you guys as listeners out there, if shit does hit the fan end of days, and say you're in a knife fight, you know, there is no government at this point. Okay. Or you're, you, you're proficient with a bow and arrow. You're proficient with a gun. I will tell you, I'm not telling you to go do this, but if, if it comes to that point, that bullet dip the tip of it in human feces, your arrows, your knife, whatever, because as soon as that, glazes you, just has to glaze you and cut you, it's already going to start septus and you're not going to get over it and it's going to kill you.
0: Speaking off of that, one thing I always like to throw in is old motes. Everybody has the idea of them being like clean water. Technically no. old motes where there was little drop-offs where people would shit off the side of the castles. So the moat mm-hmm. was all full of shit, piss, all that kind of shit. Yes. The whole intention was the same thing of what you were just saying, that nobody would try to go through the moat because they would instantly get sick and die from it. Mm-hmm. So the only way in is across the bridge, and if you don't get across the bridge, you ain't getting into that uh, you ain't getting into that castle. So same shit. If you can, make a shit moat around your house. Why not? Just go the extra mile, you know, prep the hole now. Your neighbors may question you, but fuck it. You know, when it all comes push to shove, you'll have a shit moat and they won't be able to get in. So, so. imagine
1: going to your your landscaping professional saying, Hey, <laughs> hey, uh, uh, Jorge. Here's what I need you to do for me, buddy. Um My, my need, landscaping professional's name's Mike. <laughs> okay, Mike, that's fine. But you know he's got a Jorge on his crew. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> um but he says, Hey, Mike, I uh I need, you to, I need you to do this for me. Get your guys in. I don't care who it, you know, get your people in. Just contract, get your subcontractors out. Dig this hole and don't even worry about filling it. I'll take care of it.
0: Hey, by the way, all those porta-potties that you guys have been using on the job sites, leave, you guys mind uh, dropping here. it off at our house for a day
1: or so? Yes, leave them here. I need them. I blow we'll clean them out up. for you. Dude, <laughs> I blow up a mean one. I, I actually was talking with Shane when I was blowing one up the other day.
0: Luckily, I couldn't smell it through it, but you no. know, I, I still just send you some equivalent gifts of toilets exploding. <laughs> he, did. he did. In all
1: fairness and love, he did. He, he's texting. He's like asking questions or whatever. I'm like, dude, I'm literally blowing up a porta john right now, like blowing it the fuck up. And the great part about it was, it was just service, so it was like the first shit taken in it. I didn't have to worry about other people's shit splashing up. Dude, those a, a fresh porta potty actually not that bad. No, actually, kind of nice because yes. it still smells spout.
0: better than most public bathrooms most of the time when it's a brand yes. new fresh porta potty. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the only thing that sucks is when you get trapped in them in the heat. Then even if it's a clean porta potty, like you're still you're still fucked. <laughs> you're getting cooked while you're taking a shit, and your shit's getting cooked while you're sitting in there.
1: I I don't know. I think I'd rather be cooked than forcing taking off a shit ton of clothes to sit down when it's like negative twenty. And you're like, this is, this is going to really suck. And all of a sudden your dicks in your throat and you, you're you pissing out your mouth. Wait, <laughs> okay. It's I, so cold. I must've tuned out for a second. I don't know how we got here. <laughs> um, <laughs>
2: Talking
0: yeah. about shit motes and this is what it transitioned into, man. Oh, this that, is, this oh is how it goes. Okay. Now
1: I know I'm Off on, the I'm on board now. Um, <laughs> Sorry. Let's no, you're good. Yeah. But yeah, this whole, I think this whole thing is just a, uh, you know, it's nonsense. It's BS. I, no one really cares, but you're right. The, those middle of the road people are going to go, oh my God, the <clears throat> the Trump, the, the mega magas are going after Nancy
0: Pelosi in her house. Oh mm-hmm. no. Um, Do you guys remember that story a few years ago about somebody going into the White House and pretty much just like running through a few hallways before anybody even noticed he was there? I mean, it seems like it's almost like playing off of that, that we're going to see a lot more of these stories about extremists as they like to label them running through these politicians places and they're weirdly enough being minimal security. I don't remember who was in office when this was going on. Like, I don't quote me, but I think it was Trump. I'm not, I'm not a hundred percent sure, but like just weirdness that goes along with this shit that normally nobody would be able to do these kinds of things or pull these kinds of things off because they would have some form of security. So why is the security lax at certain times? And why does it seem to be major politicians that have issues with a uh, extremist as they, as they like to word them.
1: Yeah. If Joe Rogan has, uh, you know, pretty high security detail, if not, you know, 24 seven, most of the time, uh, you'd think that Paul would have somebody at the house, not just a security system. Yeah.
0: Especially considering just anything that his wife does, like no matter what she does, there's going to be backlash from it. So like any, any log- logically thinking person is going to have some form of protection for anybody that's linked to anybody that's pissing people off.
1: But yeah, I, I, I do have to just, I guess, wrap it up with, yeah, I think this dude was getting into some freaky shit with a, a male prostitute, and there was an altercation. I think that's what happened. I think and that's the only
0: remember, way we can explain a shit-covered hammer. Yes,
1: yeah. <laughs> And just remember, uh, the, the Capitol building and all those, those government buildings, they are property of the United States citizen. They are not private property. They belong to, to us. I'm not saying go, go storm anything, but you cannot legally be trespassed from there because they work for us, and it's been diluted to the point where everybody thinks, oh, they're politicians, and oh, they're above it. No, they should be absolutely below the poorest motherfucker on earth. They are there to serve us.
0: Speaking of that, do you remember uh, Joe Biden's dead dog? speech thing he did a while back ago no so he more than likely probably stole the story but just trying to quick <laughs> reference it he uh, was telling a story to a bunch of other politicians and they all found this hilarious that <clears throat> apparently there was supposedly a woman who had an issue with a dead dog in the street and Ugh. he claims that <laughs> yes
1: now i do remember this yeah
0: she called in on it a few times and said that the city needed to do something about it So it got to the point where he was like, okay, whatever. And they went and put like the dead dog essentially on the doorstep and said, like, it's not my problem. And, uh, yeah, all the politicians are laughing, think it's hilarious that he's making jokes about how we don't work for you. I don't know what you, who you think you are. So just the fact that our president is making comments like that just shows the shift that even the person that is supposed to be, you know, like the top of everybody still thinks that we're all below them. Right. And yeah, I do recall do not that We live story. in
1: a democracy. We live in a constitutional republic. If we lived in a democracy, we would be Rome. We would have fell by now.
0: I mean, shit, but they still have a, what was it, a couple thousand years, and we're only at, like, going on 300, roughly. So, I mean, <laughs> still doing better than us, technically, just off of that, because they, they lasted way longer than, I don't think America's going to be around as long as Rome was, just being honest with you. Or, or was Rome, actually,
1: that around that long. Bum, bum, bum.
0: Bum, bum, bum.
1: Hey, the Romans are still here. They're the Italians, baby. That's no, right. The Catholic yeah. Church. Whatever. Okay. <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> Same thing. All right. So I do have uh, another clip that we can uh, play. I think it'll be uh, fun. Let me get this going here.
2: This is Unfortunately, it's all I'm
1: the listening time, and this was a long time in the making to to come on BDI, so...
0: Hey, we made it work, man. We just had to do it on a Sunday, but hopefully in the next one we'll be on a live show, and then everybody else can jump in on it, too, because we'll have to try to make this work more often. Hell yeah.
1: All right, here we go.
2: Pennsylvania voters disapprove of the president's (laughs) job performance. You have publicly supported many of his policy positions. Are there any that you disagree with? 30 seconds. Oh...
0: Hey, isn't that the piss guy? (laughs) Whoever did this is genius.
3: (laughs) (laughs) No, I I just believe he needs to do more about supporting uh, and fighting about inflation. Uh, And I I do believe he can do more about that. But uh, at, at the end of the day, I think Joe Biden is a good, good family man. And I believe he stands for the union way of life. And I believe that employment, unemployment is already down to the lowest level in the last fifty years.
1: All right, oh. I didn't know that. That's what that was going to be. I was looking for more uh, highlights. Do you, have, the, do you have the one? The best clip from that that whole debate was well. There was this news uh, report and and uh, interview where where you do not support fracking. And oh yes. Like, I do support fracking. He's like, "But no, from in 2018 and they went through all all this and he's just like, "I do support fracking." I Yep, I got I, it right here. Here it is. Yep.
2: You're saying tonight that you support fracking, that you've always supported fracking, but there is that 2018 interview that you said, "quote, I don't support fracking at all." So how do you square the two? I
3: I do support fracking and I don't, I don't, I support fracking and I stand and I do support fracking.
0: Sounds like him and Biden have the same guy that's trying to help them with uh, coming up with their speeches. Well, I will tell you, okay? Here's the thing. A Senate race,
1: now a. Sorry. He had to read from um, closed caption, okay? That he approved. All right. Now, then after the debate, he was like, oh, it was, it was going too fast. Well, he only did one test run. They offered him more, and he was like, no, we're good. But that was not slowed down. That w- I listened to it in real time. That is exactly how long it took him to answer. Almost every fucking question. He would just be, uh, or, or he'd go, oh, um, and then try and give an answer. And it was like, what the? Fuck? Yeah. So he was getting the questions like, basically read out to him. And then whatever Dr. Oz was saying was also getting read out to him. And if you, uh, I think No Agenda, they pointed this out that that's cheating. I mean, you're, cause they could feed answers to you on this closed captioning. You don't know what they're, well, if you can't, if you can't process guy. what they're saying, what the questions are being asked or what the answers are, you could easily, and you're reading off of a teleprompter. I mean, come on. Not only that, if you were to watch that live, okay? I did. I did watch it live. Did you have the closed captioning on? No, no, no. Oh, were the closed captioning uh, ahead of what he was saying? Or were they different? So when you saw Fetterman speak, okay, it was the words that Oz was speaking. And so when they would ask Dr. Oz a question, it was delayed or fast forwarded to a point where it looked like Oz was giving Fetterman's response and Fetterman was giving Oz's response. Weird. Yes. <laughs> and it was supposed to be live. Now, granted there are 10 to 30 second delays, but how are they pumping it out? that? Yeah. Quick? Sometimes with you know. like, I know uh, YouTube does this a lot. If you're watching like a live debate or something on YouTube with closed captions, the captions will come before whatever's said, like before you hear it, you'll see it, which is is weird to me. So here's this clip. Uh, this is another one.
0: As lieutenant governor, you're running for a seat that could decide the balance of power in Washington. What qualifies you to be a U.S. senator? You have sixty seconds. <laughs>
3: Hi. Good night, everybody. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and, and hey, here's real quick. I don't. Like making fun of this guy, because oh, I do. He's, he's clearly, yeah, he's probably not a great person, but he's clearly stroked out. And
0: this is also the guy, if you remember a couple episodes back, that pissed on somebody, and we couldn't figure out exactly. Oh, how he that's he on pissed
1: on a staffer. Yep. <laughs> and and when he was mayor, chased an unarmed black kid with a shot with a shotgun. Was he wearing a hoodie? He was a jogger. Yeah, yeah, he was. Yeah, he was a jogger. <laughs> he he chased him down with carrying a shotgun for this unarmed black gun, and even Oz even tried to put. Are you going to? Yeah, I got you. it right here. Stage was broken. Apologize, the law, and he John doesn't. Betterment took a shotgun, chased an unarmed African American man, and put the gun apparently, according to that man, to his chest. John, you weren't pulled over by the police. Uh, they let you go. You were the mayor at the time. Why haven't you apologized to that unarmed, innocent black man who you put a shotgun to his chest?
2: All right. We will allow a 30-second response to that, Mr. Fetterman, specifically what he was saying referring no. to the incident in Braddock.
3: No. I I made the opportunity to defend my community as the, the chief law enforcement officer there. Everybody in Braddock, uh, an o- overwhelming majority uh, community of, of black uh, community all understood what happened. You know they uh, they understood what happened, and everybody agreed that. And nobody believes that it was anything about me making a split second decision to to defend our community as well. Why not apologize,
2: uh, uh, Mr. Oz? Please. Uh, we...
3: Okay.
1: <laughs> so here's a quote: Majority black community community understood what happened, and everybody agreed that. And nobody believes that is was about me t- making a split-second decision to defend our community as
0: well. And for all the audio listeners, uh, he was reading that exactly how he said it. So <laughs> it wasn't him fucking up-reading. He literally said it that way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you could tell that this dude had no fucking idea what to say. Like, yeah, he does. I, I, I'm I mean, shocked this guy's even able to even be so in the ranks of a politician. They <laughs> ran this
1: guy? They ran this guy over this guy? I'm just looking at this other video with... You know, a young black man who looks like Dude, he's got his shit together? Well, I'd listen to some of his things. I'm not a Democrat, but he, he made some good fucking points. Well, maybe like, that's he, why they didn't run him. Like, he, he was on point. Like, I'm like, how the hell did he not get the fucking nom- nominee? Probably because he was, uh, as the racist Democrats would say, too articulate. Mm. You know, no, maybe maybe it was the braids in his hair. Oh, you're, um, you're too African American for yeah. us. Yeah, John Fetterman looks like uh, if you combine these two gentlemen standing next to him, that's what John Fetterman like. If you squeeze them together uh, and added eight inches, that's what John Fetterman looks like. <laughs>
0: he's that's a big boy. He looks like bitch Bob his from Fight uh, Club. Kiddy?
1: Oh, he's got a huge thing on his neck. I mean, he's just a wow. large man. I think he's like 400 pounds, six eight, six nine. He's just a giant.
0: It's kind of weird to see him in a suit because he's always trying to do the look. I'm wearing a hoodie. I'm relatable. Well,
1: probably if you're if you're
0: Carhartt
1: hoodie. If you're six eight and four hundred pounds, that's probably all you can wear. So like these suits don't even fit him well because they're probably custom made or off the rack at big and tall, and they don't fit him very well. You know, so and yeah, people always love to wear Carhartt shit until it's time to do Carhartt shit. (laughs)
0: Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> I don't want to rip my Carhartt hoodie, bro. <laughs> Paid a lot for this.
1: <laughs> yeah. And fuck Carhartt, too. They uh, instituted a vaccine mandate for all their employees. So fuck Carhartt. Well. You can get. Man, uh, that's
0: why I wear Dickies.
1: Oh, Dickies is great. You can get off brand. You can get off. Can, yeah. The, even the Walmart brand.
0: Not bad. Same thing.
1: Just m- sans the logo. Ugh. Yeah. And for the listeners out there, uh you you can say fuck off to Yeti as well. Uh they don't really actually sport to uh support 2A. Um but you can go to Walmart and get Ozark brand. It's the uh the wife's brand because they went through a divorce and she was like, "Well, I'm going to make my own shit and sell it at Walmart." And works just as good. <laughs> yeah, uh Yeti's pretty good uh not pretty good. The they're not they're just really good at the marketing, you know. There's better coolers out there than Yeti. So totally. Oh, cool.
2: Um,
1: well, with that, guys, anything else we can keep going for a few minutes here. I do have another I can maybe uh push it off a little bit, but um anything else in the news that maybe we, we missed or we didn't cover or uh do we have a wild card tonight?
0: Uh I don't think we have a wild card tonight, and unfortunately we also don't have a troll clip tonight. So sorry to all the listeners of this episode. Well we can just, just keep watching John
1: Fetterman clips. I definitely
0: Uh want to see that one where he's talking with that guy that, yep, that one right there. This one? Yep. shotgun at the chest. The question is, did you point a 20 gauge shotgun at the chest of a black man? And you have an opportunity with all of Pennsylvania watching to say, I'm sorry.
3: Are you going to say I'm sorry today, John? Uh, uh, That never happened. So you're not going to say I'm sorry. That never happened. So you still refuse to say I'm sorry to this day. I'm the only Democrat that successfully. You're the only Democrat who
1: used a shotgun to chase. That's pre-stroke. He's pretty, pretty, uh, I mean, not maybe the quickest thinker, but he at least is responding quickly. You mm-hmm. know, that's pre-stroke. Did he pre-stroke. that didn't happen? Yeah, he yeah. said that didn't happen. This was months ago, <laughs> this video. So now he's
0: denying it. And then in the newer stuff, he's, it seems like this guy's a constant back and forth between like constantly changing his, this happened, this didn't happen. Up, I agree with this. Yes, I don't agree with well, this. Well,
1: there's some stuff going on. I guess his wife is the one who's really pulling the strings. Um, Oh, here's where she talks about how swimming pools in are the racist. Pool. In the
2: pool, I so remember. this que- the
1: question was, they have a huge mansion with a giant pool in it. And they were like, and they got it for basically free through some deal, you know? And so the question was, like, why are you, why are y'all living in this mansion that you didn't pay taxes on? And here's that clip.
2: And while we did not want the mansion, that mansion came with a pool. And the
3: pool I wanted. And the dream was to open this pool and make it a public pool turn it into the people's pool and ensure that um, young people across Pennsylvania could learn how to swim and learn water safety and kind of work to right some of the
2: wrongs. You know, historically, um, swimming in America is it's very racist. Um, and usually when you look at drowning statistics, that usually affects children of color because of lack of
1: access. So she bought a mansion with for the sole purposes of the pool and then wanted to make that pool public for all of Pennsylvania uh, youth to then travel. I'm sure she would love to have all of the inner city kids uh, in Philadelphia come to her mansion and use her pool between the hours of 8 and 5 p.m. every weekday and Saturdays.
0: Sounds to me like uh, Biden's going to hang out there to get his uh, curly legs out played with, Yeah, and homeboy's going to be just going to make it that much easier for him to piss on people. Because, you know, if you're in a pool, you can piss. You can, you can cover his little weird fetish that he has, like, whatever.
1: <laughs> okay, well, I guess we have to address it now. Peed on Stafford. We got to find this one. <laughs> oh, that's Free not back pulling up. Well, uh, oh, man, I don't know. Who sent us that clip? It was uh, Nate. I think it was think, Missy. No, it was Nate about, oh, maybe it was Missy. John Fetterman urinate, if I could spell. eight.
0: See, all these politicians just have weird taboo fetishes and we're just, it's right in front of you. You just have to figure it out by putting the pieces together.
1: (laughs) Oh, the tweet is unavailable. Ooh. It's from a suspended account. Oh, so the account got. Trying uh, to cover up the piss story. (laughs) Yeah, there's no videos or any reports on it. Yeah, it looks like it's all been deleted. I mean, people are talking about it, but the news story that we found a few episodes ago unavailable interesting interesting
0: so we got one that has a gay hammer fetish we got one that has a piss fetish we got uh one that's our bright our president that seems to have a uh minor attracted fetish (laughs) so just keep going on the line i'm sure if you look at all the clues you could probably figure out anybody's weird taboo fetish
1: yeah and uh i can't i don't i don't want to show it here because it will but there are hammer shaped dildos people i'm telling you you can find them (laughs) They're available.
0: How would you, which end would you use? That's the scary part. Also, which end of the hammer was covered in shit? That's another important question. I think the peen of the hammer
1: is uh, vibrating. I think that's the point.
0: (laughs) So wait, what hammer, what end of the hammer was shitty in the last story? I think the handle. Ooh, that doesn't sound, but the peen, I think
1: the peen and the, the, you know, the peen is the, what, like the, the opposite of the, per surface you hit it with um i think the peen is like two little vibratey thingies so it can be used for uh, external stimulation. Stimu- yeah external stimulation
0: you just got to stick the whole handle in there to get that part to touch anything though so that's also kind of scary all on its own
1: i think <laughs> the handles come in different sizes and weights
0: oh there's different attachments you know in case you need a short one you know long extra no long you handle. just it's
1: all one but you can just buy them in different sizes
0: <laughs> but why not make it interchangeable? It sounds more fun, right?
1: Yeah. I've had this idea for, like, well, maybe it's not an idea, but, like, toothbrushes are interchangeable. I have my toothbrushes interchangeable. You know, you can just pop the head out, pop another one on. Can you make that motion one more time? <laughs> pop the head out, pop the other one on, this one. Nice. There you go. It's
0: a million-dollar idea, bro. Interchangeable gonna, transformer. build. will that to my
1: spank bank. <laughs> Um, ghost, I just saw your text that the volume is low. Is it still low? Are we good? No, no, you fixed it. Okay. That was like an hour ago. So <laughs> shit. Yeah. Um, cause then I, I said, can you turn the volume up? Yeah, just do that. Don't, don't text me. I won't read it. Uh, well anything else, gentlemen, before we, uh, get, I got a few more minutes. Um, if y'all want to keep rocking, otherwise, I mean, can I can, have,
0: I'm good. It's okay. yeah, a good closing spot. I feel like if we push it any more past this, it'll just sound forced. So start saying our goodbyes.
1: Okay. Well, um, guys, this was fun. I do appreciate it. Um, maybe we can try to do a uh, little Halloween live. Sh- I don't fuck it. No, kids are going to be knocking on your door all night trying to get some fucking candy. So enjoy <laughs> Halloween, everybody. I'll just say that.
0: Truth. And with that, of course, our guest, our wonderful, wonderful guest, because If anybody hasn't been listening to My Third Eye, you definitely need to go and check it out. Ghost, my man, let them know where they can find all your stuff. You can find uh, everything that I have to offer
1: at patreon.com forward slash my third eye podcast. I'm available anywhere you can get a podcast, including iHeartRadio, Apple, Spotify, and many more. I push out three episodes a week. Um, I do the normal weekly episode then i have uh the conspiracy underground news team and talk at the tavern and also you can find me at bizarre encounters i'm the co-host with shane and we get into some freaky dicky type stuff with with guests and and shane will do deep dives and send me lots of notes and i sit there and read them and try to figure out where we're going to go because I sometimes I just don't know. And he, he does a good job at blowing my mind when it comes to that. So again, if you, if you want to follow me on Instagram, it's my third eye podcast. Uh, my email is my third eye pod at gmail.com or just hit my link tree. Go to, go to the Instagram, hit, hit the link tree and you can find everything there. Well, thank oh, you, man. And, and um, YouTube. Oh, you're on YouTube as well. Yes. Okay, cool, man. Um, yeah, we all know where to find you. So, I'm not too worried about it. Ghost, always a pleasure, Shane.
0: If anybody wants to come and find me. Uh, if you're not already listening to this on my feed and you're on Kylo's feed, uh, I don't have to do the bizarre encounter stuff because ghost already said that stuff, so if you want to come and check out what I'm doing uh, l a n k t r period e slash Increase of our reality podcast. And if you want to find all the things that I do all together, I've kind of uh, turned open Mind's media into more so just all the shows that I, I have ties into. <laughs> you guys are fucking me up. <laughs> Um, open underscore minds, underscore media. Also the same with the link tree link. And there you'll find uh, bizarre encounters, big, dumb inquiries, inquiries of our reality, all that fun stuff. So come and check that out. And, uh, what about you, Kyle, for anybody that's listening on my feed, where can they come and find you, sir?
1: Um, the big dumb podcast, you can search that up. You'll find it. Uh, just search that you'll find it. I have Linktree as well. Just Linktree slash, uh, the big dumb pod or maybe big dumb pod. I don't know. You'll find me on Instagram. Great way to send me messages and feedback. Uh, leave a review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, but you should be listening on a new podcast app. So I use Podverse personally uh, for the iPhone, but there's some really great podcast apps out there. Uh, I'm working on setting it up so that you can actually send me Bitcoin as you listen to the show right from your podcast app. That's really cool. You can do that with some other shows, but I'm trying to set that up. So uh, yeah, listen to a new podcast. Um, and uh, I think that's it, guys. Any uh, any final thoughts? Parting... If you- I do have one final thought. I have to, to make the announcement on your feed that Kyle is now the new regular. He's not the Ryan's the bouncer. I made Kyle. He's, he's going to start out. He he, You know, he has to work his way up, but he is the dishwasher at talk at the tavern. So when he's done washing dishes, he comes in and has a great time with everybody. So, Make sure you check out Talk at the Tavern. Kyle's there, Ryan's there. Shane pops in now and again when he can, when he's not chasing his wife around to try and get laid. Um, you know,
0: what, and, what's my role? What's my role? We decided this the other day. <laughs> uh, what What should your role be? Oh yeah, you're the weed bartender. Yeah, he's yeah, the guy who he,
1: he's the guy at the bar outside the bar because he doesn't like to drink, and he just vapes and sells dime bags.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm that guy that you're really happy to see once in a while. Cause I'll pop in the bar, pretend like everybody likes me. And I just have everything that everybody wants, but I don't come all the time. But when I do, it's important. <laughs> he, he brings that good government weed, <laughs> but,
1: uh, yeah. So I had to, well, I had to make that, that announcement that Kyle, thank you. And hopefully, um, you can work up from a dishwasher and maybe, Maybe be a manager. I'm I not want to make you a bartender. Ooh, bartender. I could be, I could move. Okay. So from dishwasher, I'll move up to bus boy and then to bar back. Right. Yeah, okay. And then we'll see what happens from there. But thank you, ghost. I do appreciate it. Um, thanks for making that announcement. I didn't know until just now. Just, <laughs> just kidding. I knew. Um, when but,
0: he moves inside to be the bartender, that means I'll have to probably move inside and be the, uh, the bud tender, make it a little bit more official.
1: The bud <laughs> yes. tender. So slinging that good, good. Um, We're but, only
0: open every other week as far as the bud tending goes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but uh, yeah, thank you, Ghost. I do appreciate it. The tavern's always fun. And uh, yeah, if p- people listening out there, if you want just a great, fun, uh, you know, chilled out podcast and a chance to meet a lot of new people at once, check out uh, Ghosts uh, My Third Eye Talk at the Tavern. It's really fun. So well, with that, gentlemen, this has been another episode of Big Dumb Inquiries. Uh, lots of crazy stuff going on. It's only going to get uh, crazier from here as we head into those next two weeks. Uh, and just for those listening, uh, don't believe anything. Uh, you don't listen to us. Don't listen to your mainstream news. These next two weeks, go cast your bo- vote if you want to. If not, doesn't matter. But the rest of the time, just hang out at home, play some video games, uh, you know, go out to the bars, maybe avoid all media these next two weeks. It's just going to make you upset no matter what. So I'll Probably leave us. The best. Oh, yeah, Propaganda Fest. That's right. So with Propaganda that.
0: Propaganda Fest 2022.
1: Woo! Here we go. With that, I'll play us out. Everybody, have a great night. Ghost, thank you so much. Shane, I'll see you later. Peace. Peace. Big Dumb. Inquiries. Big Dumb.
3: Inquiries. Big
1: Dumb. Inquiries.
3: Bank sucks. Big dumb. How would you like to-